My parents are here visiting right now, and my mom has been asking me to help her with this for, I want to say like 20 years. This project that she wanted me to help her with was sorting, organizing, and digitizing all of our family photos, like of our old albums. I was going to guess, I was going to guess photos. <laughs> it feels like that's a project that everybody has, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Steve. And this is a podcast for creatives. Two friends talking about the complex, messy, and beautiful experience that is being a creative. So I don't know if you if you had this in your family or not, or if your family was like, took a lot of photos and had them in albums. But and if you looked through them a lot as kids, but we had these big square albums and four of them were like brown. It was like the same binder. Yeah. But one of them was kind of this like gold color. And that was the first album. So if you start there, like the very first pictures you see are my mom pregnant with me, like right before she had me. So we would always refer to it as like the Michelle album. But even though I remembered as a kid, like flipping through those photos so many times and having knowing like little stories that my parents had told. So I knew who some of the people were, even though, you know, they're not really like in their lives anymore. But as we were looking through them, my mom was telling me stories that I had never heard of before. And I found myself looking at some of these photos in a different way, I guess, as an adult. For example, there's a, a photo of, from my dad's side of the family, um, his his aunt's husband who passed away, I want to say like before I was five. So I, I like, I know his name. I, I recognize his photo, but I didn't really like remember him. So I'm like, I'm looking at this photo of this person that kind of like feels like a stranger to me, even though they're like, they're in my family. And I just, I want to know like so much more about, yeah. about all of these people who have been in my family's life, hearing these, these new stories from my mom and looking at these photos from a new perspective made me feel like I want to, <laughs> I want to do something with these. The first idea that came to me was that I want to do essays about photos, but not like the, you know, the, the, the generic, you know, the great perfect baby shot or like right. here's us on Christmas but like the the photo that you that I overlooked when I was looking at as as a kid and either include you know a memory that it sparked or a story that it sparked about something that happened in my childhood or something about the the person who's in it um, or something new that I've learned as a result of like cataloging these photos with my mom and having that experience I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like it's just something like even if the idea kind of like, you know, progresses or changes or, or the way you do it, like just starting it in whatever iteration that it's in is is going to start to kind of unpack probably so much, I imagine. Yeah. And I felt I felt like this was really fitting because I'm turning 40 in June. I thought that that would be like a fun personal reflective project that I can share, but that is not in any way like related to like my business or, yeah. talk, you know, I know I'm talking about it here, but. But in so many ways, like the best, the best things about projects like this is, is that it's for, it's for us, it's for you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like it's for the people doing it, 
that's like the 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 beauty of creativity is is that you know there's there's a there's an audience for it but sometimes it's an unintended audience because you're just pouring yourself into you know the 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 art and the idea and and it's supposed to make you feel a certain way it's supposed to probably provide some some completeness to to your life and and you know something that from a very early age because i'm thinking the same thing about photo albums like i can see the exact photo albums that we had in our house growing up and like i sometimes i haven't remembered them in years but we had like a set of brown ones and then we had these like two floral print ones oh and, we got a floral um, one too that's the laura album right <laughs> oh. <laughs> got, gotta pass it around yeah right? <laughs> Yeah. And, and that was always like one of the two floral print albums was like when I started to like come into the family, like when, when I like arrived and I remember looking at that one a lot and so many pictures like from years past of Christmases and in our family, we used to always do Christmas in the basement of my, my grandmother's apartment. And it was not a big space at all. There was a lot of nooks and crannies and I used to love exploring it as a kid, but it was not a big space at all. But you'd see pictures of Christmases there 10, 15 years, 20 years before you were born. And it pretty much looked the same as it did when I was a kid being down there, right? Like you could, you know, you're instantly transported back to like the smells and everybody smoked. So there was always a haze and, and, you know, and, and empty beer cans and this, that, you know, like, but it was, it was, it was ours. It was special. And, and, you know, you'd see your uncles or aunts in these pictures and you're like, there they are 20 years before I ever knew them and they're doing the same things as we're doing now and it was just really sort of special to see that so yeah I I think doing those types of like having those memories and finding a way to put words to them beyond just like what's been kind of like in your head for for so long it's probably got to feel so complete you know like you're kind of like you know putting a punctuation on some of this stuff yeah yeah I just I, I felt like it was such a fun exercise to revisit something that I knew so well, like these photos, like there's, I'm sure you have ones in your family albums, specific random photos that are like imprinted in your memory. Like my parents had gone to a party at my dad's boss's house and there were people, they, it was like a costume party and there, so there's this random photo in our family album of like these two people dressed up like British, like punk rockers. And like, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I, I remember like that photo, but like out of context, if that was just like, you know, somewhere else, it's like, who, who are these people? Like, yeah. why do we have this? Yeah. I, I love, um, creative prompts. I, in the past I've done things like Instagram photo challenges where we would have like a calendar and be like today, like post a picture of your shoes, post a picture of like what you're cooking. And I love prompts like that because I love seeing the way that different people interpret them. I loved the idea of letting these photos like be the prompt and just to allow myself to write whatever comes to mind. I'm, I don't see myself narrating, here's who's in this photo and here's what happened on this day. It's like, no, yeah. this is what this made me think of. Yeah. It's, you know, I've known you for so long and like, I think there's a constant to you, something that I've sort of um, observed over the years, which is just your, your, your love of photography. And I mean, an art, I mean, it's not surprising. It's your background, but like the, 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 the selections of, of photos that you have, either like the ones that are displayed behind you right now or that we've seen in other spots, like, 
I feel like I don't in my life, like I don't have a lot of things that are like up for interpretation. That's kind of like art. It's very just like, this is what this is. I feel like Kevin Malone. I don't have a lot of, art. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like what I like about what you, what you have is, is that like for the last couple of episodes, I've been looking at that photo that's behind you right now. That is, I, I it looks like a train station. It's hard for me to sort of pick that up, but there's like, there's a police officer, I think. And there's a woman and this I don't know if there's any like literal significance, like if this is a famous photo or not. But like, you know, I, I just I've been looking at it and I'm like, I wonder what she interprets when she sees that and what that means to her. And like, I feel like that's a constant in in in, in your life. Like there's a lot of things that speak to you and and you sort of you hold those up. You know, they they, they mean something to you. Yeah, I do. Like I love either bringing something to the surface like in this case like hanging a photo if it has significance but I also love like finding significance in everything because I feel like there's always like hidden things and it's you know it's it's hidden but at the same time it's also like it kind of lies in the eyes of of the person who sees that like you're not going to see the same thing that I see because you know, your experience and like what's important to you is not exactly the same, but that's, I don't know. I think that that's kind of what, what makes things like this special. It is amazing that like when you do a creative type project of something that is, um, connected to your family, like the level of care that gets put into something. And it doesn't mean that you don't have that in other aspects of it, but it's always around a job or it's always around a project. Like, when it's something that touches sort of the, the the strings of your roots and 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 you know your your family, you want to make sure it's it gets its just due, and you want to make sure that it comes out that, you know, this is a part of you. I can remember when um my my wife's father passed away, uh, uh, back in two thousand six, and um when he was much younger, he was in a band, and my mother in law came across tapes cassette tapes of recordings that he and his band did either live or you know whatever and she gave them to me and she goes I want to try to digitize these you know do you have a way to do this and you know she didn't want the you know Rachel or any of her brothers or sisters to know about this so I had said like I don't but I'll figure it out like you know so um I ended up finding a converter a tape to mp3 type you know device and loaded everything onto my laptop and uh it took a while it wasn't as quick as as you know as as you might imagine and um once they were on there the easy thing to do is like okay i have the mp3s just export it out to a google drive and we're done but then there was like i want to get rid of some of the hiss i want to get rid of some of the you know i want to get rid of some of these these gaps i want to you know like and and because you realize like this is something that like you want to it's gonna last you know and it's um you know, want to put kind of, you know, want to put some care into it. And I think it like inspires the creativity in you when you know that it's going to have an impact on your family or um, generations to come, you know, because there's going to be people in your family, your, your sisters, your nieces, your nephews who, you know, might come across some of these essays or might see some of these things down the line. And it's your memories. And that's certainly fine. But it it does sort of like add another layer to the depth of 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 their history. It kind of left me thinking the way that we take photos today and the way that we post photos today, it's almost, I know we've talked so much in the last few episodes about our feeds being so 
clogged. <laughs> there's like there's just like so much there, yeah. too much to con- for any one person to consume. And having these printed photos, they felt so precious. I was thinking about my first album versus my nieces and nephews, and we've you know we have so m- it's not that we don't have we have so many photos of of each of them, but are we appreciating them in the same way? Yeah. You know what I miss is, um, you know, all those photos that you probably had, they all probably have a tinge of yellow to them yep. now. Yep. And, and there was something special about holding it because the print was different, you know, like the, 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 you know, the paper that it was printed on was either a little thicker or, mm-hmm. you know, as it, that it sort of evolves and as prints change, like, but it, it always had that sort of like yellow effect to it. And, and now like, I know because of the the quality of cameras, like photos, you know, from 10 years ago, you know, appear more blurry or whatnot, but because everything is so digitized and because everything is on screens, like you lose that, like that historical kind of like a feel of like old to it. You know, this has a historical feel to it. And I think you're right. I, I, that's a great point. And I don't, I didn't think about that in the sense of like, you know, when you looked at some of these, these photos that we all grew up with as kids, like sometimes things were a little out of focus. Sometimes you're just like, no one's looking at the camera. We just took a random shot. Right. And like, and now because of the, the, the focus on getting things just right or touching it up or filters or whatever, uh, you lose a little bit of that authenticity that, that probably has kind of struck this project idea in you yeah I was one I was going to ask you when you were working on your father-in-law's video if did you leave a little bit of the hiss in there like I know that you you want to take it away to the point where you can actually hear what they're saying but I feel like whenever I hear about someone doing like photo restoration it's nice if you're getting rid of like some of the cracks and stuff but you almost like you don't this was one of the things that kind of annoyed me about this app that we're using to like to scan them in is is as soon as you you so you kind of like you take a picture of it with your phone and you can take up like six at a time and they'll separate it and crop it for you but then you immediately see them like trying to color correct it and i'm like don't like let me do that if i want to like don't guess at how you think it should look because it it's I, i love that you brought up like that yellow tint it's taking that out and i want it yeah that's how i want to remember it yeah no, I think that's the, and I think that's how I do remember a lot of those photos growing up is is the weight of the of the picture and then just the sort of the the color tint. Yeah, it's funny on that on that project that we did with the recordings for my father-in-law. The only parts that were removed in that was like there were these there were these unnecessarily long gaps in between songs of like, you know, like not like there was actual talking and things like that and we certainly left a lot of that in there, but like at at some point in time there was like you know, a 10 minute, just like dead air kind of a thing. And you're just like, all right, I'm going to trim some of these up. So there's a little bit of a rhythm to it. But like we did, we left in because you, you can't help but hear like it, it's, it screams like, you know, garage or basement recording of, of this or small nightclub kind of feel, um, you know, you can almost, um, you can almost feel the smoke. You can almost see it, you know, like that sort of a, of a vibe to it. So, it was a special project and, um, that, you know, I know it was, um, you know, they, you know, my, my wife's family really, um, really enjoyed getting that on Christmas morning and, you know, it was good. So Uh. yeah, those, those moments are really, and again, it just inspires the creativity. Like you want this to be, you want it to hit 
the right way. You know, you want it to feel like it's him, you know, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about a week or so ago was the five year anniversary of my mom's passing. And um, when when she died, you know, like everyone, most people do, um, you know, you put together these like um, picture displays or, or whatever it was. And we didn't do like a board or anything like that. I think we picked out about like, we probably picked out about like 50 photos or so. And, um, the funeral home had this, uh, these screens. So they just, you know, uploaded the images and you could cycle through them and whatnot. Um, but so many of them were images that I had never seen before my mom, pictures that I've never seen before my mom, like some of them as, as, as a really young girl. Um, and, um, you know, I, I found that through these, these photos, um, I kept a lot of them. Um, you know, when we, when we left, like I, I asked to hold on to a few of them and I have them in the house and I realized just how much I've, I've, I've learned about my mom after she's died, then I probably knew when she was alive. And I feel like so much of it is, is from some of these photos. Um, like you see a side of her personality, um, and some of these images that, you know, you, you, you didn't really see often enough or a lot of, or just whatever, because life changes, you know, like I see photos of myself when I was a teenager and it's definitely not how I am with Ryan all the time. Right. My son. So like, you know, there's a little bit of, of that, that I think that comes from, from photos, but, but because we grew up in, I think in that, that, that generation right before the digitizing of everything and, and images being stored on, on, on screens and everything like that, you know, I have those, those prints of my mom and I have those old photos, but like we appreciate the past a little bit. I think our generation appreciates that because we, we, we came out of an era of it and then we were kind of just shot into this, this digital age. Um, so there's an, there's an element of longing for some of those things in the past, but you know, when we talk about our, you know, the current generation, just sort of being in this, I have a phone and all my photos are here and this is what I do. That's normal for them. And I'm sure things will change 10, 15, 20 years down the line. But like, you wonder about this sort of like all these photos, these things we've kept, all these books, you know, all these albums, all these prints, whatever, like what happens to them? You know, like you're doing, you're going through the digitizing part of it, but not everybody's doing that. Like at some point in time, like, you know, I think that sort of, that stops. It has to stop at some point in time. And it doesn't mean there isn't art and there aren't things that we can't, you know, sort of hang, but like what happens to that, that part, it, it, it feels like it's, 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 uh, an, uh, an error that's just kind of like slowly fading. Yeah, no, I've, I've kind of had that thought and we, and we've even talked about it, like, well, once these are digitized, what do we do with the photos? I'm like, we have to save them. I'm like, I'm sending my mom, I'm like, order this fireproof, waterproof box and I'll, I'll set it all up and everything. Yeah. But we kind of had this like short period of time where we had the digital, ca- some people had digital cameras, but before phones. And I feel like there's probably a like, five-year period of my life where I just don't know what happened to those photos. Those basically, I I would say it was late, late college. And then like 
the years right after, so like 2005, 2006, where I have I have photos from like our wedding, which was like in 2008, but I don't have much before that. And I know that I had a digital camera. I just, I don't know where those photos were stored yeah. and like, they're just gone, you yeah. know? And like, I'm sure they're somewhere, but I, I think that that could happen. I mean, we all have our photos now on our phones and they're, you know, in clouds and stuff, but I mean, that could go away, right? Right. At some point. And then like, and then, and then what? I don't know. I think that's <laughs> sort of the, I think that's why we're having the conversation is, is that like, you don't really know what's going to come to sort of replace that or give you that sort of sense of, um, security, you know, in, in the past. Um, so we hold on to, to things like this. Um, about five years ago, I came across a photo of, um, it was a dinner at my grandmother's house and, um, she was, she was at the stove and there was this giant platter and she had just, um, poured out the macaroni into this giant platter and she was about to add sauce. And I had this like, Oh, right. She used to do it all in one in one platter like she would combine everything and bring it to the table and then everybody would sort of serve. And then there would be like the, you know, the the, the gravy dish or the sauce dish to add more sauce. And it's funny, like. For so long, whenever I would make sauce, I, you know, I'd make it and then like you'd make the macaroni and then you'd put the macaroni on the plate and then pour the sauce on top and bring it to the table. Right. Because it was just sort of like my routine. And I saw this and I was like, I'm doing it that way from now on. Like, cause it just is like, it's another like ode to your past, but it's an ode to like a memory that you remember that it was always different at, at your grandmother's house. Like it was always, that's how she did it. And now I marry everything separately. Like I'll do it in a, like I might make, you know, a giant pot, but like when it comes time to serve it that day, like I'll put a little bit in a, in a small pan boil the noodles, pour everything in, mix it together and then, you know, bring it and then have a little bit of sauce on the side if you want to add more. And it's like, I love the act of coming across something like that from your past that inspires you presently and into the future, changes a habit, changes a way that you approach something from either a creative standpoint or just more of like a, a personal or institutional standpoint. Yeah. I, uh, I love that. I love that story. And I, I, I just, I love that concept that just looking at one photo can change our perspective on things, especially things that I feel like the reason that that moment for you was so powerful was that it was, it wasn't a, a new thought that came into your head. It, it was, you were reminded of an old thought that Maybe, you know, as a kid, like you just didn't think anything of it. It was just the way that things were. Yeah. But now as, as an adult, as you've come as your own and like, you know yourself better now, you know what like you like and you, and you don't like. And when you saw that, it was like, no, I need to like that, that feels right. And it feels great. And I want to adopt that. And I, I think that that is, that's like so beautiful. And the fact that it like, it all came just from like, having a memory sparked by, by looking at an old photo and 
Yeah. You feel this connection yeah. to your past. I think sometimes in these moments that like, you know, allows you to feel a little bit more in, 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 you know, in touch, um, you know, w- with your roots. And <laughs> the other thought that had come to mind is, uh, looking at that photo is, um, my grandmother must have been a very patient person because to have a camera in your face as you're trying to like unload pasta into a giant platter and sauce, I'd be like, if that was happening to me now, I'd be like, get the hell out of here. Like (laughs) I'm busy. Get out of here. Like, but like, that was like, I'm so glad that that was like, whoever took that, took that, you know, in, in that moment, like captured it coming together. And because that person, I mean, again, I have no idea who took the photo, but that person's photo 30, 40 years later, has touched a member of, of the family in a way that, you know, they couldn't have imagined it happening in that time. I remember my dad always saying whenever something good or bad would happen, it always seemed like it was when something bad would happen. I had had a root canal when I was nine years old. And, um, you're so advanced. I know I was always (laughs) advanced for my age. I mean, let's be honest, but, um, I had a, a root canal when I was nine and, um, I had a reaction um, to the process that caused my my upper lip to inflame, like swollen bad, um, and I looked ridiculous. And um, I remember like <laughs> going to the doctor that morning, and I got an injection that was like designed to take the swelling down or whatever it is, but it didn't work immediately. And when I got home, my dad was like, "We're gonna take a picture of this because you're gonna want this for." for posterity's sake (laughs) that was always the line whatever it was let's do this for posterity's sake and the funny thing is is that i'm so glad that photo was taken like i'm sure we all have something from our past that like embarrassed you in the moment but like i'm so glad i have that because it's a moment that like i would have forgotten what it looked like because it just happens that way but like now all these years later like i still have it and and are you sharing this with the show uh, I can share it. I can share it. I have long, I have long, uh, hit it, but I, I, I can share it. Um, but it's just funny how these things sort of, you know, become a part of you and becomes a part of your family. And it's because of one decision in a moment to just, let's get this on camera or let's, let's, let's have this, um, because you're going to want this, like the foresight to see that sometimes it's planned, it's known. And sometimes it's just a, a shot of your grandmother emptying out food into a platter. Um, but it has the same, it has the same result. I don't know. Obviously the older I I get, the more I'm like affected by things from my past in an emotional way. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that's an identifiable thing for everybody. Like I can remember being right before going to St. Rose, I was 18 years old or 17 years old. And I was like looking at things from that I used to watch on VHS tapes when I was like six, because it's like, you're getting like pulled back to like not wanting to leave and take that step. And I think that's just a natural thing for us in our lives is to think about, I I watch Ryan do it now looking at toys that he played with when he was, you know, a baby. And he's just like, he's looking at it. Can I still play with this? Remember that four years ago? Yeah. (laughs) Way back in 2020. Yeah. 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 Um, And I see him do it now. Like it has a hold over us. There's just things from our past that we don't want to let go of. And I, and I, and I guess instead of doing it in a protective way of, of, you know, nobody gets this, I get like, what can it do for you now to help better your outlook in your life or help better your connection to your past or help better help you for the future, whether it's from a creative standpoint or whether it's just from a, 
a change of habit standpoint, like there are just things that exist in boxes and in albums that are little snippets into your life that deserve to be on earth and deserve to be looked at again. And, and you deserve to feel good about looking through those. If you've enjoyed this episode, help us spread the word on social media. Tag us at pod for creatives and let us know which stood out to you. I know you shared before about the, the parents going to, you know, um, your dad's boss's party. I'm picturing like a Larry Tate thing from Bewitch too, like like that sort of a, you know, Larry Tate is your dad's boss kind of a thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, this is probably 20 years after that, but whatever. A guy can have a vision. Okay? Yes.